interesting some of the ideas that we cover in the Alexander Technique work. So um, let me ask you, first of all, Judith, uh, how did you actually get into the Alexander Technique? Oh, hello, by the way, Nick. Nice to see you and <laughs> the chat today. And I got into it because um, I'm also a musician and I went to music college. Right. And I was so lucky that there was the wonderful Elizabeth Waterhouse teaching mm. at the Guildhall. And so I started having lessons. And for me, it was, you know, it was the light bulb. It was just, bing, yeah. oh, this is what I need. Because I was very into movement. I danced and I loved sporty things. And yeah. this sense of embodiment was like, wow, that mm. was what I was looking for. Yes, yeah. And and so you studied um, for three years? Yes, I, I studied at the Guildhall for three years and, and, you know, had quite a sort of lovely, I was very fortunate to have a lovely career in music and still have that connection. What, and what do you play? I play bass and cello. Ah, and, okay. Um, and then I went, uh, you know, I, I had... I had um, things I, I was so excited about the Alexander work and mm. and then um, thought about training. And I was very fortunate to train um, a long time ago, over 30 years ago now, with yeah. um, Mr. McDonald and Shoshana Kamenitz. So yes, yes. Well, I think um, I'm right in saying McDonald was much more the theatre side of things because I used to know um a, a teacher at the National Theatre yes. Sue is it Sue Laurie yes she's wonderful yes 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 and written a beautiful book mm. yes yes um, yes so you you know Sue yes and she's um she does the most marvelous work and and it was interesting that um about the time I was training I I met my husband and we collaborated and and after we finished training started working at the royal college of music where oh, nice. um, where a lot of our work is with young musicians and mm. what sort of age group is that oh yes that that age group is um sort of degree undergraduate and postgraduate right. so from sort of 17 18 till you know any old age really yes you know, well very lucky for them to oh, start so young <laughs> yes that's true and 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 it was wonderful that that also led to me teaching at the junior academy where where they're they're um they're teenagers and and it's it is wonderful to start young I felt very fortunate because then it becomes part of your sort of life's journey in a way doesn't it yeah absolutely cool. Yeah, I started when I was young as well. In fact, uh, for me, uh, as a young actor, I started without even really knowing I was doing the Alexander Technique. Oh, and then, of course, perfect. you know, I sort of found out, oh, right, the Alexander Technique, you know, you make that connection. <laughs> I never looked back, you know. But for me, uh, Alexander Technique was the cure for my uh, lust to want to act. A lot of our students... Um, do go on to train to be teachers yeah. which is it's wonderful it's a much calmer way of life <laughs> <laughs> absolutely 
so um so that's that's that so what's it actually like working with teenagers though i mean because obviously teenagers are going through a lot anyway um but these are obviously quite um some might say highly strung teenagers wanting to get into the arts how do you find that 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 is working with them because that's quite an interesting field as well isn't it for the alexander technique helping young people with their issues and to have a different uh, perspective at a difficult time yes absolutely and that's a big sort of part of my work really um Mm. i've sort of worked with um developing in stat uh, the society for alexander teachers that alexander in education mm. and i've gone on to work with the wonderful sue mary um with the developing self work where we're we're really talking all the time about taking the work to she she works with very young students mm. but the work with that i do at the academy i find them so intelligent and open teenagers mm-hmm. and so they're so curious to have work yeah. that helps them because so many of our young people these days are under tremendous pressure yeah. and i think if we help to make the work relevant mm. to sort of you know not just sitting nicely and moving easily but to actually coming home to yourself and yeah. feeling that you can let go of what's interfering with being easy i think they really appreciate it and i'm mm. my big sort of mission is to hopefully you know make it more and more available in schools yeah. and part of the education system <laughs> well i think with the current uh, sort of covid crisis and people working uh, on zoom i mean my daughter's 9 she finds it very stressful she said today, you know, I'm glad that it's half term because I can't stand Zoom. I mean, there is a lot of call for something away from the screen that is going to perhaps uh, get get people to fight the stress because Zoom work it generates a kind of stress, doesn't it? It really does. And I think it's it's really quite worrying talking to some of these young people, you know, that yeah. they're on Zoom and they're being, you know, kept sitting down for hours and hours a day yeah. and and mm-hmm. and really it's it's so unhealthy and just our work has so much to offer yeah in so many ways um you know just the sort of self regulation of the work but also unpacking learning i mean yes. what a what a gift to have yeah <laughs> i mean let's talk a little bit maybe uh, from a practical point of view I mean, so let's just imagine you've got this group of teenagers for the first time. They've never heard of the Alexander Technique. doesn't matter whether they're actors or musicians or they're just teenagers, let's say. How, how what's the approach? I mean, how do you, because I mean, I wouldn't, as an Alexander teacher of, you know, 20 years, I, I still wouldn't, I, uh, how do I, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, obviously lots of teachers do it differently and, yeah. and, deep respect to everyone I think the way Mm. that I approach it generally is sort of understanding the sense of the body but also Mm. the sort of the play of the mind and and Mm. really helping teenagers to understand that there is habit of thinking you know we all have habits of thought and that kind of 
organizes our emotions and the way we move and just sort of introducing that gen gently and helping yeah. them to sort of discover it for themselves because that's always yeah. the powerful powerful mm -hmm. way is that when you kind of go oh wow i didn't realize that yeah i do that and i could actually not do that Sure. Yeah. But I mean, let's say from a practical point of view, I mean, I, I, I'm just imagining myself running a class. I might, I might first of all, you know, get them in, talk a little bit about the other something, and then maybe get them to do some semi-supine. I mean, what, I mean, how from a, what sort of practical thing? I mean, there's, there's lots of hands-on work, I suppose, is there? Uh, well, know. when we're lucky enough to be in the room. Well, yeah. But I think that's what's, what I think is really wonderful about our work is that, mm. You know, we can introduce the principles yes. and then apply the principles to a directed activity and then mm. apply them again to whatever it is that that young person is interested in, whether it's yeah. playing piano or speaking some Shakespeare or playing. Mm, mm, mm. And that that beautiful sort of journey through the principles and the directed activities yeah to what it is you actually do and your day-to-day -day life mm, mm. It's so relevant and it helps them to chunk up their learning yeah. into understandable um variables yeah. <laughs> i mean you're you're sort of you're calming them down getting them into that sort of alexander place which is a more open and more creative space to work from and and they see Absolutely. them do they yeah and often i think you know, in in learning, we go from A to W sort of thing. Yeah. And this journey of simple tasks and mm -hmm. understanding your whole self being involved, whether your mind's wandering or you're sitting right. awkwardly or mm. breathing, you know, too much or too little. Yeah. And gradually building the skill of, of awareness. I mm -hmm. think it, mm. You know, as we both know, and all Alexander folk know, it takes time, and there's not mm. a destination. It's it's yeah. an ongoing um, process, yeah, mm. process, mm. and it's mm. so helpful. And I think that's the thing to keep emphasizing that it's not another thing to get right. It's, <laughs> no. it's, it's a it's a catalyst, really. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what sort of issues can come up in a in a classroom situation? I mean, do that do they present some sometimes that you have to find a way to do? Yeah. Yes, well, very interesting. I mean, I think this identification of mental chatter yes. is, is oh, really yeah. something that mm. it when you know a lot of people just haven't realized that it's going on or that they have any sort of agency over that and well that's, that's how I got into the technique really I mean the acting was actually secondary because my mind mm -hmm. is still very fast and mercurial and <laughs> yeah, you know, if I hadn't if I hadn't discovered the Alexander thing I would have gone bonkers with it yeah. you know it just wouldn't and now, of course, yes, working with people, you realise that it's one of the big problems of the modern age. Of the modern age, exactly. And how to come to quiet in your mind, mm. which is the most wonderful thing. But it's really hard to do that if your body's still on go. So to regulate where you're, you're integrating 
Mm-hmm. physical and really being on side with your emotions yeah. and the pressure that you're under i think lots of people befriend mm. themselves in that way you yeah know, we yeah like oh we'd look after someone else but we forget to look after ourselves mm-hmm. I, I think that's the major thing with mm-hmm. young people and i think that's something that's really going on at the moment with young people as well in that if you're not seeing your friends and if you're not really having a proper school life, where is all that internal combustion going? Yeah. And it's the introspection of that that is a real problem, I think, going forward that we're going to have to help young people with. I so agree. That sort of social regulation and mm. kindness that you find with your friends. Mm. We really, we have really had a tough time this last yeah. year. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because as a teenager, we have that tough time and the mind is full of just a a sort of just a myriad of conflicting ideas and new, fresh things. And we think we've got to sort it all out. But actually, we don't. We just need to stop. Mm, That's a lovely way to put it. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. And and that you, it's sort of like a tap. You can turn it off. Yeah. And that's what happens when you're young is you don't know that. Yeah. You don't and know that. When they're older. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that sort of, that skill of sort of being human and, and mm. growing up and, and really, I think we just, we just forget to, to give people those skills in education we yeah. even with this situation and even with the understanding of mental health we yeah. forget that we're a whole person you know yes. we've got all these different aspects all these different systems and the sensory system mm. is so important yes well it's essential and central and yet often forgotten exactly. um yeah, which, of course, um, brings us on to our next topic today, which, of course, uh, is how do we express these ideas and how do we bring it to a wider audience? And, of course, one of the ways that people, cultures have been doing that for millennia is through art. And I dabble a little bit in this and that, you know, art and so on. And, and, and I do think, you know, you know, sometimes when you see, for example, people doing yoga postures you know you think oh you know that's quite beautiful isn't it how could you express that through art and so going around a few yoga fairs you know I have noticed you know a few little sculptures but in the end they can be quite twee and they can not work <laughs> you know <laughs> what I found with your work is is there's a sort of element of um uh, perhaps truth about it I don't know I I it just I just thought, oh, you know, yeah, I get that. That's really nice. And um, perhaps on that note, before we do actually continue talking about it, I shall actually do, try and do this uh, amazing skill uh, of sharing the screen and showing somebody uh, one of your pieces of work. Let's. Uh, which one should we go with? Um, let's have a look. We'll try this nice one with the river here, which I quite like. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that one. Um, how do you come about to express your ideas like this? It's, um, it's so nice of you to sort of to ask me this question because in a way, some of our creativity is 
you know, it sort of just happens, doesn't it, in a yeah. sort of subconscious way. But mm. this particular one, I'm very interested in. Um, I also teach Tai Chi and yoga. And ah. I think of our work mm. in a way as a martial art. Yes, so do I. Sort of like a Western martial art. And this one is sort of taken from... Um, the great Chen Man Ching, who's like a bit like Alexander in in the Tai Chi mm. world. Yeah, he, right. He talks about this standing mm. like a mountain, moving like a river, and mm. I think it it's so true about our work. Mm. <clears throat> mm. This sense of quiet stillness that mm. that then can move into beautiful, easy movement everyday movement but yeah that also is connected to it's so nice to have your screen there as well because sort of the universe you know we are in gravity we are in a sense in this incredible force of up and down and yes wide and open and mm. water and earth and it, it's so nice to to sort of have the sense of ourselves in that context, even in our funny little teaching rooms or yeah. school rooms, just to remember that that's all going on while uh, we're yeah. doing anything. Yeah, 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 it's good. I mean, this um, work could be inspired by a sort of Asian art. It has uh, that quality to it, doesn't it? Oh, yes, and that's true. one of the things that I talk about when I'm teaching uh, Alexander Technique is this kind of art history uh, when we look at western art you know we mm. see that it is full of sort of macho images and perhaps uh, erotic images you know venus and aphrodite and the greek sculptures and there's very much a strong sort of sort of machismo really running through western art history and of course lots of people will uh, be very upset by that but uh, there we are but when we look at asian art and i was struck by this because i did have a a, a brief period uh, for about four and a half years working in the art world i once just suddenly walked into an asian art shop and was struck by this very thing that i wanted to talk today which is how we express the idea of balance of alexander technique of dao of 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 martial arts of mind body harmony through art and of course, that's what Asian art tends to be about. Yes. There's lots of images of the Buddha, lots of images of the graceful pose. And that, I think, is what really draws me to your work. Oh, thank you, Nick. That is so, so incredibly kind of you. <laughs> it's just something that I'm really interested in. Mm, I agree. I think it is interesting. And I think, in a way, our work, it, it's so wide ranging and the sort of yin and yang of it is yes so interesting because we could go down that very sort of um structural anatomical mm. route but there of course is also this poetic beauty to it yeah yeah yes i think there definitely is in this picture and how do you come up with your ideas i mean because i mean obviously having a look through your whole instagram page which we're going to detail afterwards in the information about this video which is always down below um we see quite a, a big load of different ideas coming out i mean how do you i mean do you sort of 
you know, wake up one day and have a vision or <laughs> does somebody say to you, you should talk about this or, or how, how you actually. Yeah, it's, 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 well, it, it started um, as, a, as one of my sons suggested that, you know, we all draw in the family just as a sort of a bit of fun. And yeah. um, although my, both my brothers and my mother fantastic artists but ah. um, it it was a sort of lockdown project that one of my sons suggested why don't you just do a drawing a day so it mm. sort of started off rather randomly in a way that just, as these things often do yeah yeah and then and then it it's sort of I quite like I, I think maybe you too you're, you're a language person you suddenly find there's so much language about use of the self and yes. how we are so that kind of guided me a little bit a bit mm-hmm. also just funny little things sort of pop into your head don't they <laughs> yes yeah of course they do yes yeah let's have gradually, another one <laughs> yeah I think gradually I'll I'll get a little bit more organized with them oh yes, yes. Well, that was one of my questions. I mean, are they just for personal use at the moment and the Instagram page or, or, I mean, I'm sure there must be, if not other sort of people involved in this kind of work, but certainly some Alexander teachers who would love to have a piece. I mean, what um, are you, have you sort of, is there, have you had any interest in that way? I mean, are people? Yes, funny enough, a few people have suggested a book and then a couple of publishers have been in touch. So maybe yeah. that will come because I I have written some you know I've written with my husband the Alexander technique for musicians and, yes and various books on on taking the work into education but um yeah. one publisher was saying you know we just want loads of images and very little words yes, <laughs> yes absolutely I mean I agree but I but I do think they lend themselves to poetry as well don't they and and perhaps some explanation but you could have a beefy introduction and then lots of pictures, I suppose. Yeah, that, that could be the thing, yeah. It'll, yeah. it'll happen one day, I guess, yeah. Well, that's great. And and let's um, uh, sort of talk about this one. Look, sensing volume, finding context, back against the wall. Now, of course, somebody was asking me about this um, uh, recently, uh, about whether or not um, one ought to sort of push oneself against a wall. And of course, I do think because uh, I've experienced both schools. I actually trained in the Carrington School, not oh, the McDonald's School. But um, uh, you know, this is very much a sort of more of a McDonald thing. Uh, you know, and it's a little bit more um, proactive, shall we say? I mean, what what do you say about this particular exercise? Because for me, I'm sort of I don't get my students to do it. It's it's not something I do. I did try it once, and I and I must admit, I I felt a bit um, giddy. <laughs> I was going through quite a sensitive phase, and I was at the National Theatre at the time as well. So that was with Sue, actually. Funny enough. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, I think some of our directed activities are, for me, they're a bit like like studies in music. You know, yeah. sometimes you know you just need to do C major very quietly and then yes. sometimes you can do a great long diminished sevenths or arpeggios and yes I think the context of back against the wall for me was sometimes 
you know, there's that lovely expression that Socrates had was the common sense is the integration of all the senses. Mm, and yes. that, that sense of touch that mm. the wall could give us. Mm. And, and it's not, I agree with you, it's not a simple thing because sometimes, mm. like, you know, you know, we we're hoping that the thoracic spine and the lumbar spine would be on the wall, but for lots of us, that doesn't quite happen. So, sure. like drawing, so it's just the a sort of connecting, I think. And I I'm very fond of that thought that our work is about connecting, not correcting. Sure. And yes. If it doesn't chime with someone, then. Mm. yeah fine let's try something else yeah you can let it go yeah 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 well it's certainly a very nice picture in the sense of um you know you've got a, a strong sense of a nice free but lengthened posture that's oh. quite i think uh tricky to uh depict in drawing i mean do you have a lot of um drawings that go in the bin i mean it's because ah. <laughs> they don't quite express because i mean I, that's the thing about it is that each one has that sense of freedom and I think it's really difficult to get. And that was where I sort of drew a, a blank in terms of going forward with this idea of expressing our work, really. You know, is that, you know, you look at that and you go, oh, yeah, that's that's good posture. I mean, have you had to work quite hard at that? Or? Well, I, I think <laughs> I think it, you're right. Some of them I don't use because it's so interesting, don't you find mm. with it, that one little line will yeah. Like the tension is too much in the chest, or there's sort of you know there isn't that springy sense in the legs of knees forward and away. So yeah, some of them do go in the bin, and and I I just really made a pact with myself though that I would think about the means whereby and not try and Leonardo da Vinci or (laughs) just accept myself and and the way I draw and just Mm. enjoy it I'm really enjoying it actually so yeah of course that's my main criteria to but and also to say you know yeah you know what it hasn't none of these are working I'll just wait till it starts working again Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, right. And yeah, and, and that's art anyway, isn't it? And that's life. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of fine. And I, think, I think our our understanding of what end gaining is has developed so much over the years, don't you think? That oh God, end gaining yeah. is sort of putting ourselves under emotional pressure or other people under emotional pressure. Yeah, absolutely. As yeah. well as, you know, not moving as elegantly as we might choose to so it's yeah. time and space i think that we're mm, mm, we need mm. for everything well i think it's interesting because i mean we were talking earlier about this book directed procedures which is a uh, very much um really? an alexander book mm. but in a way our pupils would benefit i think through having some kind of visual reminder of mm. what it is we're trying to achieve and and perhaps, I mean, and that's what I love about directed procedures is that the book uh, of all those illustrations, which of course I can also show here. This yeah, is this is the this is a what's his name? This artist. He's called Gerard Grenell. I that's think. it, Gerard Grenell. That's it. Yeah, and he's done the whole book, hasn't he? And he's 
I mean, I so admire him because Ooh, yeah. he's thought it through so mm. carefully and and given, as you said, sort of like a really how-to manual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's unbelievable, yeah. And, and you know, also integrated a little bit of the dark procedures in there, which are, are so oh, fascinating. Yeah. Mm, mm. And, yes. and, you know, it's so simple. Isn't that yeah, just yeah, cute? yeah. I mean, I think that the, the, the what he's achieved is, and and I'm sure he had to scratch away for a while, is the simplicity mm. in his drawings, which, if they weren't that simple, would get in the way of what he's actually trying to convey. And these yeah. arrows uh, that we see here, you know, obviously head forward and up, yes. and the rotation of the hips, just that simple drawing, and this yeah. that simplicity, which of course is 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 of course a very Asian quality in art. Yes. Certainly the Chinese, you know, history of art, you know, has that where it's just, you know, you just imagine, you know, if they don't get the, the stroke, probably the head comes off. You know, it, it's so <laughs> it has to be so perfect. And and of yeah. course, if it is, the message is, is, is there, too. And the message is perfect. And I, I think that here we as Alexander teachers will understand completely. But I was doing the monkey, a Zoom monkey uh, just before we started with somebody and he's learning the monkey. And I, I should send him that image. Ah, yes, it's because great. it will help him. Uh, so yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's great. And, and I think one could just have a little postcard on one's desk to sort of remind one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I have um, on my shelf. I don't know if we can see it there behind me. Uh, a thing which is a very generic Asian sculpture, oh, and it's yeah. called the Graceful Pose. And when I spoke to, well, I was I was given it by to by a pupil who owned a gift shop actually. And so she had a lot of these different things coming in over the years, you know, and uh, she said that was the one that suited me the best <laughs> when I was teaching at the Alexandria. And uh, she said it's a very generic sculpture, a bit like the three ducks. If you yeah. remember the three ducks or flying ducks or, you know, she said yeah, it's just like that in, in, in Chinese households. They'll have it. And it's a reminder yeah. that good posture is an expression not just of, 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 of you know, um, well-being. It's, it, it's not just an aesthetic. It's an expression of well-being. It's an expression of, you know, reaching great heights as a, as a human being, you know. And that, that's what really uh, appeals to me as well, you know, that sort of idea that, um, you know, we're climbing inside ourselves and, uh, and coming out in a nice way, you know. Yes, I, I keep this little... Um, you know, one of these oh. little Chinese warriors. On oh, my, yes. And, and I find them, you know, that sort of just the thought of the spiritual warrior as well. Yes. Yeah. Chinese yeah. work is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. What's this one here? This is quite an interesting one. And uh, it's it, it looks quite, um, it, it doesn't have, should we say, the freedom of the others. This looks like somebody working their back or or something like this what's going on in this picture well this this um i am very interested in the dark procedures and it's Mm. um and it's it is it's it's a sort of sense of really finding that length Mm. and range of movement that the spine has Mm. and also the weight uh, in our springy legs, supporting mm. that. So, um, yeah, and it, and sort of 
I don't know, like having the landscape outside, just reminding ourselves that, you know, as you said earlier, the volume, that sense of volume is so important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that we, we don't want to get too, um, too careful, maybe, and only yeah. think one way about it. But the, the dark procedures uh, really help with that, I think. They really mm. help with the sense of range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I must have been, I haven't got into the dark procedures. Um, oh, I, I don't know anything about them. And so this picture is really expressing a, a dart procedure, is it more? Yeah, which is yeah. sort of like an, like an extension of um, directed activities, sort right. of taken slightly into evolutionary movement right and, um mm. sort of helping us find the reflexes so it's uh it's very interesting work um yeah. and and it again it's not for everyone but i find it helpful mm. for, especially if you if you have a student who's sort of maybe a little bit sporty as well who would like oh, right. you know like to have a sort of strength uh going on as well with the work yeah right yeah yeah i mean it reminds me a little bit now we're looking at it of uh, this sort of cat yeah exactly that big stretch into the back which um in fact if i do a guided um a sort of guided uh, constructive rest with somebody uh, when i get them to come up i do get them to sort of do something akin to this you know this kind of long stretch because you know you want to sort of as you're getting up from the lying down work be aware of this new back and, yes. and and that's quite a nice way of doing it uh yeah so yeah it, it's uh again you know we've got a picture there that expresses something of the ideas we're trying to explore you know in our work uh, and that's yes. really nice and that sort of sense of opposition in direction which yes it's so important to us isn't it mm, that, yes you know that there's volume in every direction mm, mm, mm. yes i always say to people um you know don't worry about the collapsing that will happen let's focus yeah. on the lengthening you know <laughs> because uh, we do need to uh, actually shorten the spine as well as lengthening it we can't continue to lengthen it endlessly but uh, we really don't have to worry about the shortening do we <laughs> no we don't you're so right yeah. So our emphasis is always going to be on the lengthening. So that's, that's yeah, so I like that one. And now we've got a bit of uh, one coming up, which is, um, again, this is not your picture, but we're both quite enjoying it. <laughs> this is quite funny. Uh, who's done this one? Um, that, I just put my glasses on to make sure I get their names right. Penny oh, yeah. Ingram and Colin Shelbourne. And they right. wrote... It's quite an old book, actually. I mm. think it's um, two two thousand and two, and and it's called the Busy Body. Uh. And I, ju they just have got such a sense of humour, those <laughs> yeah. two, and they've they've really made their work cartoons all the way through, and it's absolutely fun and clever yeah. and. And it just really resonates for some people. Yeah. And I think, again, you know, just this idea of the commonality of our sensory awareness and, and the sense of humour mm. being probably the most important 
sense. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, for me, it's really funny because, um, in fact, I think it got removed. But I don't know if you knew at one point the hashtag Alexander Technique on Instagram came up with a sponsored advert of one of these contraptions we're trying to sell for posture which of course as I'm sure you agree are anathema to Alexander teachers and anybody who wants to be constructive in the the job of this this kind of work and so um for me this is actually laughing at that kind of idea that we can actually have a contraption that will uh, affect our posture and that we needn't bother thinking about it ourselves (laughs) and and I think I, you know, one of the things I do is, is work at a training course. And I think it's so yeah. important on a training, Alexander training, to, you know, have this big repertoire of ways to uh, address the work for different people. Because, yeah. you know, it it's all very well us sort of talking about sports people or performers or mm. you know, but like yesterday I was on the phone to a woman who's in a call center oh, in yeah. South Africa, you know, and her back was aching and you know, you just think yeah. this little picture would be really helpful for just sitting on Zoom you know, on the computer or Zoom all day, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It should flash up intermittently. <laughs> so yes very good and a very good reminder um so well that's fantastic well judith i mean we have been speaking for a while now and uh well i think we've covered quite a lot um uh i've actually asked all the questions that i was going to ask for i mean is there anything that you would like to add before we um uh, finish um well, not really, just to say thank you so much for asking me to chat today. Well, it's my pleasure, you know. Um, delight. And, and to to talk about the work in the context of art is hmm. so interesting. And I think, I th- I'm, I'm so pleased that you got in touch because I think hmm. it's a conversation that that's really interesting. I, I was reading the book about, Irene Tasker and apparently Aldous Huxley um, Mm. called it creative conscious control (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, constructive and I thought that was such a nice little slip in a way because if we can bring the creativity in and lots of teachers talk about that you know there's some wonderful artists in Pedro de Alicantara all sorts of Mm. yeah bringing our creativity to the understanding of as you say well-being and health and looking after ourselves Mm. then it's then it just we will want it to be part of our everyday journey right yeah well I think that's it it's it's sort of job done isn't it I mean and I think I think that's it I mean often um you know this kind of work is going on in the background of of you know, mainstream society. I think one way to get it out there is through these kind of, um, you know, Instagram posts, social media, putting art out there, putting ideas out there. Say, oh, you know, what's that? And then, then hopefully, you know, one day we'll be sort of interviewing something. They say, um, well, how did you get into the Alexander? Well, I saw this picture and I yeah. thought, well, that's interesting, you know, and, and, and I think that is possible. And of course, that's, that's how we make things a part of our culture, isn't it? By producing yeah, art. Oh, right. 
from cave paintings to Instagram. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I really recommend everyone to look at your Instagram page because it's really lovely. It's really uh, lovely. Well, you know, that's my little creative uh, creativity, I suppose. Um, but I think that's the beauty of the work is that we're never there. We're always trying to go forward with it. And, 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 and that is the beauty um, of uh, you know, creating art around it is that we 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 are as teachers constantly trying to find new ways to express these uh, these rather ancient ideas. <laughs> and, and 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 I think you know to bring the joy of and the quiet to to that is really lovely. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, well, um, uh, your information. Uh, your private teaching. Are you? Um, a little bit. My my main teaching is the training course and, yeah. and the Royal College of Music, but I do do a little bit of private teaching. Well, you haven't done it yet, but um, you'll have to email me all the relevant details that you'd like me to put below the video about the training school. And perhaps when the training schools are up and running again, you might invite me over to uh, work with some pupils, which would be rather nice. That would be really lovely. <laughs> good okay well so we're going to say thank you for watching and goodbye thank you. and uh, do look out for some other videos we're going to stop that one